What up, biddies? Welcome to the Unbranded Podcast with Miss Dean Loves You. I am your host, Susie Dean. We are currently nearing the end of the holidays. I think when this comes out, it's going to be December 30th. Big day. And I'm going to be honest, the holidays are not always that great for me. And I've only acknowledged that very recently. I love the holiday season. Don't get me wrong. I love the buildup and everything surrounding the holidays, the music, the decor, the joy, the hustle and bustle. And that's not just like the Christmas season. That's Thanksgiving, Halloween, the whole fall, all these clumps of holidays. I love the time, but the actual day, not my vibe. There's so much of my own anticipation that goes into the holiday, and I think that I personally just put too much pressure on it. And this isn't, I should say, this isn't just holidays. This is really any big event. Birthdays, baby shower, bridal shower, all of those I think back on, and they're really stressful for me. And I think that's because I grew up in a family where there was always a lot of buildup, a lot of anticipation, and just stress. Every actual holiday, there was so much preparation, waking up early, deep cleaning the house, uh, cooking all day, running around, everybody's on edge, and then the actual event comes and everyone's over, but you're just so strained from the stress of earlier in the day or things like aren't actually done yet that the stress just continues. But this year, I'm with my husband's family. We alternate years between our families. His family's in Chicago, and it's not like that at all. It's truly a blessing. He has a huge family. We have 15 nieces and nephews. He's the youngest of five, and there's significantly less stress around the holidays, and that's probably because there's so many kids. Everybody knows there's just going to be chaos, so it's just accepted, and <laughs> there's not as much preparation to prevent that. And also, everyone's just, everyone's just less stressed. And so there's a lot more time to be laid back and have good and meaningful conversations and have a good time and make good memories and catch up. It's it's very wholesome. And also, while I'm up here, it's just been such a blessing. We're up here for a week and we are staying with his parents. So there's built-in childcare, I can get so much done. Not that I'm actually doing work. Don't get me wrong. It is the break. But it's just so nice having people to take Hawthorne and take care of him and enjoy taking care of him so I don't feel guilty. And then I have all this extra time to journal, which I hadn't been able to do in so long, meditate, sit with my thoughts in silence and solitude. And it's it's really wonderful. And I love being a mom. I have no problem with everything that is involved in taking care of my son, but it's just nice to have the extra space again to read a book or sit and stare out the window and like contemplate life. It's actually, it's really cold here. You probably know that it is freezing up here. The first time I came here, it was during Snowmageddon and it was very cold up here in all the states that are involved up here. I remember, I think it was negative 12 when we went to the city one day and there was another time we were walking close to home between the movies and a restaurant and I got a brain freeze from being outside. 
it's delightful because it's a white Christmas and those are so special. And I grew up in South Florida and this is, I only was able to experience white Christmases once I started dating my husband. It is a whole other world learning how to take care of a baby in the cold, let me tell you that. Thank God for my in-laws. I feel so good sitting with you tonight because there is some stuff that I want to unpack. And as I always wanted, I think that I'm uncovering a new part of myself that I didn't really let show or didn't allow myself to acknowledge before. And that is, for the longest time, I was embarrassed to say that I really love being a follower. And I think that now being out of a traditional workspace, being in the in-between phase of jobs and heading still into a very different, much more flexible and laid back work environment, I'm able to step back and see that. And when I say follower, I mean, I just don't like being a leader. I don't like leadership. I don't like starting new things. I don't like, I really don't like the creativity, responsibility, mentorship part of being a leader of any kind. I guess I'm just not into constantly being bombarded with things to add to my to-do list, pressure to meet deadlines, and an unspoken requirement for me to be productive in order to be successful. I hate that. That's led to a lot of ickiness in my life and my relationship with myself. This type of mindset, though, where leadership and go-go, this hustle culture in order to be successful mindset is really instilled into us at such a young age, especially if we are in schools and families and general environments that are pushing for the college path. It seemed growing up that the only way to be a competitive candidate for a good university required starting clubs, inventing something. I remember when I was applying for college, I had been talking to a college counselor and she was like, okay, well, when was a time where you helped your school solve a problem? For example, I talked to a student at another school who, whose school couldn't afford soccer nets. So he had a whole bunch of kids donate shoelaces and he figured out a way to weave a soccer net with these fucking shoelaces. I was like, I've never done anything like that. I would never have the creativity to think of that. I would never have, I just, it's just not in me to have the go-getter attitude to identify a problem and figure out a way on my own to fix it and then take on the responsibility of actually doing it. To be a competitive student, you also had to like be in a position of power in student government or some type of committee. And I, in high school and in college, pushed myself to do these things forever. As soon as I got into high school, I was joining clubs that I didn't care about, applying to leadership positions within them. In college, I joined the Senate, which I had absolutely no interest in. I co-founded a club. I got leadership positions within my sorority and dance marathon. And then as an adult, I joined the junior league. I was the co-chair of a committee. And it just feels like in retrospect, I wasn't thinking about any of these things. It's like I was on autopilot. It was so ingrained into me that leadership is what mattered. It's what was valued. It's what would lead to success that any type of leadership position or opportunity for me to start some kind of movement or activity came about. I took it without thinking of the repercussions because I just 
instinctually knew that any opportunity for leadership would prove would give me success or a leg up in the future on my resume or in storytelling. I became such a yes person and before I knew it, I was drowning. My relationships with my friends and family and myself were deteriorating from high school when I started doing this. What I needed so desperately to recharge and what I still need is complete alone time, consistency, no stress, sameness, less responsibility, less to-do list. But instead, what I was doing was not listening to myself, not listening to what I needed, not listening to or aligning with my personal skill set and what I needed to be at my highest functioning self. I was just piling more stuff onto my plate for the sake of success and value that my stress was absolutely through the roof. And maybe this is when I began to get, actually now that I'm thinking about it, maybe this is when I began to get into the habit of tying my identity to whatever I was doing because I didn't have time to think about myself or what I wanted or needed. I was completely throwing my time, my energy into these leadership things that I had no interest in and was only doing because I thought that's what would make me valuable in the world, honestly. And I think it goes without saying that this does not apply to everyone. Obviously, there are people that are tremendous at being leaders and are great leaders and have the experiences and characteristics to thrive in those areas. But if I'm being honest, I just don't. And I want to normalize that. And I want to be able to say that with confidence and without feeling guilty and without feeling like a failure for saying that. There are those leadership individuals who are just meant to be leaders in that regard. I have a hard time thinking that those people experience their time in leadership the way that I did. When it's what you're designed for and used to and meant to do, I just, there must be some kind of flow, right? Flow meaning in like the psychological term, flow being completely immersing yourself in an activity or a project and feeling incredibly fulfilled and purposeful and joyful through it. And I I assume that when people are in line with what they're doing and what they're designed to do, leaders in this example, when they're designed to be leaders and they have those characteristics and they're in line with that and doing all those leadership type people things, that's when they experience flow and when they feel like they're at their best. But I think that I found so much stress and anxiety in these positions because I was pushing myself against what I was designed to do. It wasn't in line for me and my experiences and my characteristics to be in these leadership positions. What I'm designed to do is be a follower. I remember when I was getting ready to teach, I was asking so many teachers for their advice or to tell me why they loved teaching because I really wanted to, you know, get up and moving and excited and be as prepared as I could. And almost all of them said, when I asked them what they loved about teaching, they said, no day is the same. Every day, something new happens. And that just sounded so fucking shitty to me. Sorry for cursing so much. It's really unnecessary. That just sounded not 
fun at all to me. And I think they were trying to make it sound delightful and they would even follow it up with, it's not like an office job where you walk in every day and it's the same and you do the same things and the same things are expected of you. It's like fun and exciting and every day is something new. And that is just not, that's not the environment that I thrive in. I did, I was a really good teacher. I'm very good at performative things, but when I was in it, I was doing it and I was doing it well, but I was pushing myself against what I think that I was meant to do. And that resulted in a lot of deterioration behind the scenes. There's nothing that I love more than consistency, routine, knowing what to expect. I don't want to be creative as a required part of my job. I don't necessarily want the role of mentor to be pushed on me. I just don't want that responsibility. What I do want is to be told what to do. Doesn't that sound wrong? It sounds so wrong. But to me, it sounds so amazing. Nothing sounds better to me than coming into a workplace every day, knowing what to expect, having a list of things that I'm told to do and accomplish at the end of the day, having set goals, doing them repetitively. And because I'm doing them repetitively, I'm learning how to do them better and better and more efficiently. And I can just really refine my job and be the best at it. I want to be told what I need to complete with detailed directions and then just do it. There's significantly less responsibility in that. Business endeavor fails, not my fault. I was just doing what I was told to do. Or on the flip side, something goes really well. A business venture takes off. There's success. Well, you're welcome. I was the one doing all the legwork. Thank you very much. I was the one carrying out the orders that made all of this so successful. One of my favorite jobs that I've ever had, I mean, teaching, of course, was very fulfilling and I think that I was very good at it, but one of the jobs that I enjoyed and didn't give me a significant amount of stress when I got home, I was a leasing agent in college for three years at my apartment complex. I was taking people on tours, I was signing leases, answering phones, answering emails, doing a ton of administrative stuff, and I thrived. It, because I knew everything that I was doing every day, there was no stress when I was going into work because I knew what to expect. Because I was doing the same thing every day, I got incredibly good and efficient at all of these office tasks. I was meeting people, taking them on tours, making jokes, building beautiful relationships. And that was like the fulfilling part of my job. And I mean, it's not glamorous, right? Leasing agent. It's not like being a teacher where you have like tons of funny stories, stuff that happens every day. It's definitely not a job that you're going to tie to your identity, but it was something boring. It was something that was consistent, that was routine, that... I could walk into and know exactly what to expect. And it was awesome just being able to get really good at my job and receive high praise for it and walk in and walk out without stress because I knew what to expect every day. I knew that I was going to be told what to do and be able to carry it out. 
that's just where I thrive. I love following directions and then executing them to perfection. I do not like the pressure of trying new things or experimenting on my own. And you guys already know if you've been listening or watching, you guys know that the two jobs I'm headed into, like I'm working at my dad's accounting firm and I have an HR job, both part-time, both flexible, both pretty much from home. My identity will no longer be tied to my job because those two things are so boring. Teaching is fun, like I said, and exciting, and there are crazy stories and funny things and nonsense happens all the time. Not not at an accounting firm, not at an HR job. And that's what I love. Like one, I think it's great that I'm entering work for the first time that isn't and can't be tied to my identity because it's so boring. And two, these are jobs that are gonna be the same all the time. They're sitting behind a desk, doing the same thing over and over again. Sure, with a few different variables, but overall the same stuff. And I'm just going to be getting better and better at them. (laughs) People would always look at me like I was crazy when I told them that I would thrive at an office job, minding my own business, talking to nobody, just getting my work done. And don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean I'm not and can't be great at other things. I'm awesome at building relationships and working with people and really doing anything performative because I have, if I do say so myself, a great personality. But I'm seeing that all of those things also for me come with some kind of sacrifice to myself, some level of stress that isn't fair to me and doesn't allow me to thrive or for like lack of a of a less woo-woo phrase, become more connected to and grounded in myself. It seems like our society has made it shameful, I guess, to not be a leader, not to mention being a woman. Like I feel so guilty to be a woman and a self-proclaimed follower. It feels like I'm failing this generation of women. And let me be honest, trust me when I say I am a feminist, I'm just, I'm just not someone who thrives on being a go-getter and starting new things and advising people and leading and being responsible. So can we normalize being a follower? Can we normalize and glamorize repetition, boring work? The excitement in my life will come with my friends and family and adventures that I take outside of the workspace. But work is, at this point, something that I have to do to assist in providing for my family and fueling my addiction to buying wellness products. It's a means to an end. So why would I want to add any additional stress to something that at the end of the day I don't care about and is not some kind of passion project? Does anyone else feel this way? Am I the only one who loves being a follower? I think that I I know that the world needs people like me. And if you're in the same boat as I am, the world needs people like us. Leaders need followers. And we're what makes the world go round. Am I right? So I'll be sitting here backstage, behind the camera, at the desk, behind the computer, doing what needs to be done, doing the legwork, doing all the nitty gritty stuff that will make your business ventures more successful you being the leader, and I'll be hyping you up along the way. And all that I ask is for some compliments sometimes, please, okay? 
now that I have this all out in the open and I've been working through this and identifying it and acknowledging it, I feel so good and liberated knowing and being able to lean into this side of my personality, this side of just being able to lean into these characteristics that I know that I'm good at. I'm just really excited to be working in line with what characteristics I have that's I know serve me well. So I'm really looking forward to this new phase in my life of boring, repetitive work. I really think that this pace and these commitments are really going to help me preserve my emotional and mental energy for the exciting things that do deepen my relationships with myself and my family and my friends. I think it's going to be really great to, for the first time in a long time, provide for myself and my family financially in a space that doesn't require so much responsibility, so much leadership, so many creative endeavors and trying new things and activities that I'm not wanting to do because they suck the life and energy out of me. I think this will be good. I'm really looking forward to what my relationship with myself grows into, how my mental state strengthens, how my relationships and my desire to socialize my memories with my friends become better now that I'm not going to be in such a hustle work environment, in an environment where productivity to a wild degree and leading things and just filling up my plate as much as I can I as much as I can is not valued <laughs> is not what is expected is not going to be the norm thanks for hanging out with me and giving me a sounding board for my desires to be boring you a real one Mistine loves you same time next week I hope you have the best day ever let me know if you're also like me Let me know if you're also a boring person who loves being a follower, loves being told what to do, and does not like or appreciate or thrive on the extra stress and responsibility of taking on new things, leading, creating projects, leading movements. Please tell me I'm not the only one. Okay, that's it.